Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Biggest winners and losers from Sunday's action, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Adam Azer. And I was listening to the full episode of Fantasy Football Today before we recorded this. You were Adam, you were recording with Dave, Jamie, and Heath, and... Dave said something along the lines of, this week was worse for injuries than most weeks. I kind of feel, I mean, it He's was right. kind of, it's becoming normal. No, Last week was so worse bad. than most weeks. It's been, it's been such a bad season for injuries. Obviously, look, the, the injuries that we had this week, significant. Justin Jefferson left in the first half of his first game back from IR. He did go to the hospital. Uh, has an internal chest injury, but he's traveling with the team. Kevin O'Connell made it sound like they avoided a worst-case scenario, and they were feeling okay about where he was, but obviously we don't know what that means. For Week 15, Joshua Dobbs was also benched in that game, so we don't really know what to expect from the Vikings' offense moving forward. Alexander Madison left that game with an ankle injury. Josh Jacobs left on the other side of that game with a knee injury. That's concerning. Uh, This is that game, basically. No, Nico Collins left with yeah. a calf injury. CJ Stroud left with a concussion. Obviously, I think, you know, concussions, generally speaking, players tend to miss the next game after a concussion, but we don't know if that will be the case this week. Some of these are, uh, we also had Justin Herbert leave with a fractured finger. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I, I, yeah I, I think that's all of the significant injuries that we have to talk about. It's, it's a lot, and that's that's been a, a key thing for this season. We Part of the problem is Herbert, short week, they play on Thursday. Josh Jacobs, short week, they play against the Chargers on Thursday. And Alexander Madison and Justin Jefferson have a, have a short week because they play on Saturday this week. That's a couple of extra days, but we do have three Saturday games this week, something to keep in mind for Week 15. And yeah, I, w- which injury do you want to talk about first, Adam? Well, I think the most fantasy relevant one is Jacobs, just from a, t- a st- in terms of going forward. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Jefferson one is just—it's just terrible luck, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really bad for all the Justin Jefferson managers, and hopefully, he can come back. I don't, we don't know the severity, but for Jacobs, you know, I don't—I don't really want to pick up. Um, I, I'm sorry, I, I messed up. It's actually Madison that I think is yeah. more interesting. I don't want to pick up a Raiders running back, even in a great matchup. But mm-hmm. I do think Ty Chandler is pretty interesting if Alexander Madison misses some time. So. Uh, especially with a matchup at Cincinnati. So that would be uh, a waiver wire pickup that I'd be looking at. Uh, and then I, I think, you know, down the road, if Nico Collins misses the next month or something, then you could have Noah Brown. You could have a big boost for Dalton Schultz. When mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud comes back, you're not going to trust anybody next week if C.J. Stroud does not play. And then for the Chargers, you got Eckler coming off this really good game, but losing Herbert's going to hurt him, I think, mm-hmm. for sure. It's going to hurt Allen. I think those are the only two guys you're going to be considering at this point. 
Yeah, we did have a, a pretty good game from Quentin Johnston this week, but I, I don't think that was enough to to change how we view him for fantasy, right? Uh, let's move on to, to winners and losers from this week's action. Obviously, make sure you listen to the full episode of Fantasy Football today for more in-depth breakdown of every game, including winners and losers. Adam, who's your biggest winner coming out of this one? Well, Dave said Matthew Stafford. I'll just say Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. I mean, these guys are rolling right now. And I think mm-hmm. one of the things that we weren't talking enough about while Puka and Cup were struggling was that the Rams were just not throwing the ball much. They went, I'd say, over a month with maybe no more than 32 pass attempts in a game. Mm-hmm. Well, they're throwing the ball a little bit more now, and it's great to see. Stafford in the last two weeks has put up the third most fantasy points of any quarterback against Cleveland and the most of any quarterback against Baltimore, and they get Washington next. Washington, the Saints, and the Giants, this passing game might win you your fantasy leagues. Yeah, I mean, Matthew Stafford, I I thought early on in the season he was playing really well. It just wasn't showing up for fantasy. It was a lot of short Kyron Williams touchdowns rather than Matthew Stafford touchdowns, but he's got the touchdown rate back up over 4%. It was below 4% for most of the season. It was below 4% last season, so I think there was some concern that there might be some slippage there, but I think he's playing well. I really like the way the passing game looks right now. Cooper Cup was running and winning downfield on routes, which is something that we hadn't seen in a little while. So I think it's all very promising for the for the Rams. Big winner for me, and it's kind of like a bittersweet winner, but it's Drake London. And I, I, I've done this with Garrett Wilson a few times this season where it's like, if you bet on Garrett Wilson this season, you were right. He really is that dude. Like, he is that good of a player, and it's just... It's been inconsistent production, and it's like the big blow-up weeks for him are 10 catches for 90 yards or whatever it was today, whereas like CeeDee Lamb's big blow-up games are 11 for 160 and a touchdown. And so like that's the frustrating thing. Drake London really is a very, very good wide receiver. He had a couple of unbelievable plays today, and it's just hopefully that situation gets better in 2025 or 2024 because I really want to see Drake London live up to his potential but it was a nice reminder that he can still hit that ceiling outcome even in this offense let's talk about some losers who's your biggest for this week yeah there's so many I mean this segment is sponsored by Gabe Davis but <laughs> not even him but all the people who, who started Gabe Davis um I would say that Roshan Johnson is a big loser. He was the number one waiver wire guy two weeks ago, and now he had one touch. You can drop him again. Gus Edwards, I think the experience is just about over, but does Keaton Mitchell get enough work? No, so the Ravens backfield. So those are guys that Mm -hmm. really showed up to me as losers. Uh, Calvin Ridley was an interesting one. I I think the fact that he got so many targets was encouraging. He almost scored again. I don't think he's a complete loser Mm -hmm. this week. And I just want to say Stefan Diggs. I, I know it was tough. I'm a big Legereus Sneed fan, another wide receiver that he did a great job against. Uh, the matchups are about to get a lot easier for Stefan Diggs, and you know how it is with wide receivers like this. They're mm-hmm. going to do everything they can to get him involved, so I think he'll bounce back. I will point out one. I just don't understand what the Texans' running back situation is right now. Last week, it looked like they were moving back to Damian Pierce. He got 15 carries this week. It wasn't even like Damian or Devin Singletary was getting just because they were trailing and they were throwing a lot. Devin Singletary ran the ball more than Damian Pierce. So I, I I think at the very least, Damian Pierce is probably out of the starting discussion. Only four carries in this game. Devin, Devin Singletary had 13. I, there doesn't seem to be much rhyme or reason about who they go to when they do. But right now, I, I if Davis Mills is starting next week, I think I'm just avoiding the Texans' backfield. But I'm definitely avoiding Damian Pierce for Week 15 and, and moving forward. So that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll be back tomorrow to talk the Week 15 waiver wire. We'll see you then.
has come for drag queens to save the world. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back on Paramount Plus, and for the first time ever, I want you to use your talent for good for a change. <laughs> Eight iconic queens are competing for the charity of their choice. This is how you do drag. Who will slay it forward, win cash for their favorite cause, and a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. New season streaming May 17th exclusively on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.